Hi, this is Jessica Valenti, and you're listening to Abortion Every Day. Today is Wednesday, January 18th, 2023, and I am slowly on the mend from this COVID, so thank you all for your your patience. I have managed to start working from the couch instead of my bed, so I think that's progress. I'm, I'm feeling good, slow and steady. Lots to get into today, so I will hop right in. In the States, abortion in Montana has been protected in the state's constitution since 1999, which really makes Montana sort of special in this way. And that was when the state Supreme Court ruled that women's health decisions were part of a right to privacy, which was protected in the state constitution. Now, since Roe was overturned, Montana's governor, the attorney general, both Republicans, have been trying to push the court to reverse that decision. And up until now, those efforts have been unsuccessful. And so because they've been unsuccessful, Republicans in the state are trying something new. They're introducing legislation, Senate Bill 154, that would codify the idea that the state constitution's right to privacy does not include abortion. And if you want to know all you need to know about the guy who introduced the bill, Representative Keith Riger, he gave an interview to the New York Times magazine last week and told a reporter that all laws should be based on Judeo-Christian values. He said the Ten Commandments were a good foundation for any country to live by. And of course, this is this is a really frightening example of just how far Republicans are, are willing to go to roll back and restrict women's reproductive rights. They're, what they're essentially saying in Montana, what these Republicans are saying, is that if the courts don't give them the decision that they want, they're simply going to ignore the ruling and they're going to pass legislation to make it so that they don't have to pay attention to the Supreme Court. Another Republican in Montana, Bob Leach, for example, literally said on the record, if the courts can't define privacy right, the legislature needs to take a stand. And you may remember um, this is similar to what Republicans are doing in Utah, where lawmakers are trying to change the standard by which courts issue injunctions, like raising the standards for reasons the courts can issue an injunction with the hope that doing so will make it harder for judges to continue to block the state's abortion ban. And so you have all these Republicans who are so intent on rolling back abortion rights and who are so pissed off that those efforts are being stymied by the courts, that they're trying to pass legislation that says like, no, like we're not going to listen to the courts or we're going to make it so that the courts can't do their jobs. It's really scary. And of course, this is this is related to what Republicans are trying to do with ballot measures, right? Where they're trying to raise the standards by which a ballot measure can pass, by which the state constitution can be changed to include abortion rights, trying to do everything that they can to keep these issues out of voters' hands and just lay directly with them, with these few extremist Republican lawmakers. Speaking of extremist Republicans, I I wrote last week about Governor Jim Justice's nauseating state of the state address in West Virginia last week, just the fucking worst. As a result of of that speech and, and his commitment, West Virginia is now set to pass a bill that would dedicate $1 million to crisis pregnancy centers in the state. And, you know, we already know how horrible crisis pregnancy centers are. I talk about it all the time. I link to all the research. We know that they lie to women. We know the ways that they put women's health in danger and girls' health in danger. But what I just wanted to reiterate as we find out this news about West Virginia and their $1 million to crisis pregnancy centers, what I just wanted to reiterate is that CPC funding, that funding to the crisis pregnancy centers, barely any of it makes its way to women or children or babies and families, right? You may remember back in October, 
I wrote about this organization called Equity Forward, which is a terrific organization. They're essentially a watchdog, like a crisis pregnancy center watchdog. And they have a lot of research and fact sheets, definitely worth checking out. But back in October, the director of that organization, Ashley Underwood, she gave an interview about this report that they did that sort of showed the distribution of their funding and where all that money went. And she said, instead of providing direct material support to people, they're using this money for overhead costs to pay for staff salaries, to engage with SEO marketing professionals, to expand their outreach, to promote themselves and all sorts of things that are not providing services to people in need. Essentially, they are just trying to stop people from getting abortions. They don't really give a shit about helping people, right? I think it was in that same report that she was being interviewed about where they found that some of these places you looked at their actual impact and it showed that they essentially gave what amounted to one package of diapers per family that they spoke to. And that was about it. Meanwhile, in New Mexico, Governor Grisham said in her state of the state speech that she plans to expand protections for abortion rights. She said, we do that and we make it clear to practitioners, to women and families that in every corner of this state, your bodily autonomy and your healthcare choices are in fact your own. I like that state of the state speech much better than the West Virginia one. And some more good news, we could all use that. New York City Mayor Eric Adams, boo, don't like him, but he outlined a new women's health agenda, a commitment that is aimed at addressing inequity in women's health, and that's going to include increasing access to free abortion medication at city-run health clinics, which is great. In Minnesota, students are pushing their schools to add abortion services to campus health centers. We've done that in New York and California. This is a quote from Jillian Rath, who's a member of the Minnesota chapter of Students for a Democratic Society. They said, I think the position that we're kind of taking is, yes, abortion is legal for the time being. Yes, we are still a sanctuary state, but how can we be the most accessible that we can be for the people living here and for the states around us who don't have the same privileges? I love that like young people are so fucking ahead of the game. (laughs) They're so on it. It's awesome. If you'd like to hear more of the audio version of Abortion Every Day, please consider signing up for a paid subscription. It really is the best way to support the work that I am doing here. And you get to be part of a pretty kick-ass feminist community, I think, in my humble opinion. Thanks for listening either way. And as always, thanks for the support.